Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise. This is Season 2, Episode 47, Summer Lovin'. Thank you so much for joining me here today on my podcast. So excited that we're well into Season 2 with Episode 47, Summer Lovin'. This podcast evolved out of a worldwide pandemic. We've all gone through changes, made different decisions for ourselves, moved in different directions, some up and some down. And this podcast for me evolved out of questions and and trying to find answers and trying to find myself and my place in this new pandemic world. And so my podcast evolved I worked as a therapist in psychiatric hospitals for years, from adolescents and pediatrics all the way to geriatrics, chemical dependency, cancer wellness, eating disorders. And in that time, I really loved the work that I did with others in group settings and one-on-one settings, learning from working with art therapists and music therapists. And I am a recreational therapist and I graduated from the University of Florida. While I was at the University of Florida, I started out as a journalism major. So hence how this podcast evolved. I took my journalism skills, my talking skills, and my therapeutic skills and created this podcast, Wide Open Spaces with Elise. The name just kind of came to me because as I spent a lot of time outside, during COVID, I realized the wide open spaces around me, the beauty of nature, but also retrospectively, all the wide open spaces that we have inside of ourselves that need to be filled. Not meaning that you're empty or your tank is half full, but we have so many ways that we can fulfill ourselves with those empty spaces inside of us, with nature, with changes in life, with moving on, with socialization, with leisure skills, new coping skills. We are always evolving and always changing. Sometimes we get pushed back a little bit and we have to find our stepping again and get our feet firmly on the ground to move forward. But that's okay. Don't ever see it as a sign of weakness or that you just don't have the strength inside of you. It's understandable sometimes we have lots of strength and sometimes we don't feel as strong. But that's what life is about. It has its highs and it has its lows and it's in-betweens and we're all at different places individually. My main focus here is to focus on you and me. And what do I mean by that? You will hear if you're a new listener, if you go back and you listen to past podcasts, or you've just been a loyal person since day one. I incorporate my own personal feelings, issues, experiences, and insights into what I talk to you about. Because I'm a person just like you. Therapist or no therapist, we have our issues, our anxieties, our dysfunctions. We're all just human. And it's just me sharing my knowledge with you and me learning from you. And so 
you will hear anecdotes and things that happen in my life. My podcasts evolve on a weekly basis. When I finish today's podcast, I won't know what next week's about. And why? Because in that week's time, either I've gone through something, someone I love or know has, or something's going on in the world that influences what my discussion will be about with you. So today is called Summer Lovin'. Now before I'd like to move on, I'd like to say Happy Pride Month, rainbows all the way, embrace the rainbows, accept, understand, and love anybody who's different than you. We're all equal, we all deserve to be happy, and we all deserve to love whoever we choose to love. And if you have been a loyal listener, you know that I live in Parkland, Florida, where the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas mass shooting happened at our local high school, which my daughter graduated from. Yesterday was the graduation for MSD for the kids who were the freshmen the day of the shooting. They have all now graduated, but unfortunately nine of them who were supposed to graduate yesterday did not move on. They were victims of that tragic, disgusting, awful day. And I would just like to make this podcast a tribute to those who we lost and to those who graduated. You made it through something that only a small population of the world and our country has experienced, a mass shooting in your high school. And you made it through, and then you had a global pandemic, and you made it through that. And you walked across the stage yesterday, you accepted your, your diploma, you took your pictures, and you took your tassel, and you turned it from one side to the other. It's a new world for you. Move on. You'll always remember what you felt, what you still feel, what you still remember, and what you still grow, go through, and what you lost, and what others lost. But all those things build who you are and make you who you are. So go out there, make your impact on the world. Happy graduation to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Class of 2021. And this podcast is dedicated to you, summer loving, as you're about to embark your summer break or going to college, either one. You can find my podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you really can listen to a podcast. Look for Wide Open Spaces with Elise and you'll find me there. Look at the different topics, see what interests you, and hopefully something I say or do will make a positive impact on your life. So it's summer, my kids have finished school. As a parent, and some of you are never, aren't even close to being a parent, or you've raised your children and grown so you understand, that last day of school is like this weight lifted off your shoulder. And it is this big wall that just kind of disappears. And all of a sudden you feel free. I used to feel this way when I was in school, the last day of school, in high school, in college. It was just like, ah, you just felt free. Free emotionally, free physically, having less expectations, having less obligations. So it's summer. And summer means different things to all of us. 
For some, summer is no different than the day before when they went to work. It's just another day. It's a change of a season. <clears throat> but I want you to start to look at summer differently. I always reference the seasons, the four seasons that we go through. And if you think about the four seasons and the weather and the change in our environment and the holidays and everything that surrounds all those different seasons, it's almost like you block us off into four separate sections. And eventually, as fall comes, you slowly find yourself in the winter and then the spring, and before you know it, you're in summer. I really would like you to start to put them into categories in your head. For me, I do that because it gives me excitement. Even if my day-to-day -day is the same and it doesn't change from the day summer starts to the day fall starts, I still like to categorize it into summer because summer means different things to me. So when I think, ooh, summer's coming, it gives me excitement. When I think, ooh, fall's coming, all the holidays are coming, spring, spring break, the flowers are blooming. So I really like to compartmentalize in my head the seasons. And here's summer. To, for me as a Floridian, can I say that summer's much different than any other season during the year? Not much. A lot more humidity. We're outside every day of the year practically. So it's not like we're stuck inside like you northerners with the snow and the frigid cold weather. We have our hurricanes, which is our summer thing. But I still like to compartmentalize summer and what it means to me. It means to me freedom. It means to me feeling the sun on my face, going to travel, seeing friends more, being adventurous, looking at my environment more, the change of my wardrobe. In Florida, we could wear shorts every day of the year, but when summer comes, my wardrobe becomes more colorful, shirts are more off the shoulder, and so I have the flip-flops are on even more than they were before. So that's summer. It's summer loving. Loving summer. Now, I also look at summer as a metamorphosis, especially for those of you who are up north and coming off the winter. For you, it really is a drastic change when you celebrate summer. I mean, look at the New Yorkers who travel to the Hamptons. Look at the people in California who travel to Palm Springs. There's a change. There are things of excitement that you do when summer comes that you may not do other times of the year. And that creates the feeling of summer loving. And for me, some, summer's always been some type of metamorphosis where, I don't know, I feel lighter and I, I feel brighter. And it's just, you know, your skin gets a little you know, tanned and, and you just, you go to the ocean and you feel the salt on your skin after you've swam in the ocean for the day and the seawater in your hair. There's just so many things 
that I could say that could make you feel and smell summer? What kind of changes are you going through right now? I want you to utilize summer as a coping skill. Yes, I know that might sound slightly weird. How do I use summer as a coping skill? For me, I've gone through a lot of changes as well as all of us. My lifestyle has changed. My family dynamics have changed. My social dynamics have changed. I've lost loved ones during this time of COVID. And so for me, my life has not been steady. There's a lot that's been going on. Holding in emotions, letting go of emotions, this kind of a roller coaster. And even though you may not be going through what I'm going through, We've all been on that roller coaster called COVID-19. And nobody can tell me that it hasn't changed your life in one way or the other. I am proud of myself, and maybe some of you can relate. I did take the onset of this when we were quarantined, thank God we're not anymore, as an opportunity to not stay in the same patterns. And if you looked at the world and you look at all these things where people started fixing their homes and painting and taking on new activities or, or just slowing down. So I'm proud of myself that I took that time to look at myself through the roller coasters of time, through the passing of a loved one and my life completely changing from that. I really tried to keep my feet firm on the ground as much as possible. I want you to start to think of this metamorphosis that I'm talking about. What have you been holding on to? What's been frustrating you? Or hurting your feelings? Or making you feel less than? Or is there something that you've just been wanting to accomplish, but something keeps stopping you? I want you to think individually. What is that thing that's really been weighing on your heart or heavy on your shoulders? This is your time to think about you. That's why you're here. Of course you wanna learn new things, but you're here really to focus on you. A better you makes a better life, makes better relationships, makes you accomplish your goals. So every day that you work on something to make a better you, you're moving forward. I talk about that often, of moving forward. We will fall back and stumble back sometimes, but when once we know how to move forward and we do fall back, we have those coping skills to help us propel ourselves forward. So for me, I'm gonna give you an example, again, incorporating my own personal experience. I am going through a shitload of stuff. I'm moving in a week. So I'm having to let go of things around me, my house that I love, not that I'm not going to love the new place that I'm moving to, but change is always hard 
it's always stressful uprooting your family and moving. So there's that. There is the end of school because now my one daughter, the other one's an adult, one daughter, there's things that I need to occupy her with. And so she doesn't feel bored and take her here to see this friend and take her there to see that friend. So that's all there. There's traveling and planning all these trips. And through the past year, I have noticed myself changing. The way I see people, the way I look at things. So here's my perfect example of how I've started my summer loving metamorphosis. I'm the kind of person who doesn't want to make waves if there's a little something that you've done that bothered me. I try to look at the big picture, like really if I make this an issue, you know, could it make it something bigger than it really needs to be? I think about the person or persons that this issue may be with and I honestly analyze the shit out of it, deciding is it worth it or not worth it to address the issue. And a lot of times I say it's not worth it, but is that the right thing to do? That's a pattern that has been consistent with me. See, you're listening to a therapist, but just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I'm not just like you. Doesn't mean I, I have the skills and I know the skills, but doesn't mean I always utilize them. Because again, we're always changing and evolving. We're always learning about ourselves. So I would analyze it. Is it worth it? Isn't it worth it? And I'd say 70% of the time, not worth it. Let it go. Here's the problem with that. The let it goes lead to another let it go and lead to another let it go until those four or five things that you've just said, eh, I don't want to deal with it, become something big. Become something that weighs really heavy on your heart. It doesn't mean those people are bad or, or they really did something evil or horrible to you, or maybe it is, but it's just that it's built up. And so then you think retrospectively, would it have been just a lot easier to say, hey, you know when you said that, it pissed me off. You know, hey, I'm always considering your feelings, but you're not considering mine. Would it have been a lot easier just to say that than to let it build? and build, and build, and build. This is something that I know in myself. There are things that you're thinking about right now as I'm talking about myself that you do that build, and build, and build. And do you explode when it gets to that point where you can't take it anymore? Do you just pull away from it? Ghost the people? decide I'm just never going to talk to them again, just pull away? Do you explode? What do you do? Do you just talk about them to other people? 
and not discuss your feelings. And then because you felt like at least you ventilate, vented, ventilated, vented to somebody else that, okay, I got it out, but you really never got it out to the right party. So for me, something's been happening. And I have to be honest, I could say it happened totally organically because of my growth over the past year. And that's really what I'll point it to. But I can't say that I noticeably consciously said, okay, this is the way I'm going to be from now on. I just kind of looked back and said, holy crap, what's going on with me? You see, I let things build with different people to the point where I don't want it to build anymore. Where if I let it go, the next thing will happen and I'll be upset and I'll talk about and I'll be frustrated. And I felt like, what is the point of all of this if I just don't express myself? Now, you know that's not easy. It's not easy to confront. And when I say confront, I don't mean yelling and screaming. I mean addressing an issue that's bothering you. It's very hard when you start to even think, okay, I'm going to tell this person how I feel. The butterflies start in your stomach. You start to feel yourself shake a little bit. Your heart pounds a little more. You're not sure what to do. Should I or shouldn't I or shouldn't I or shouldn't I? It's hard to tell people how you feel. So what do you do? Well, for me, again, it just kind of happened. And these are two separate situations. People are not involved at all. They don't even really know each other. They were two totally different things. But both were things with those people or groups of people that were building for me and building and building. To the point where I was crying and I was upset and I'm like, what to protect them? What to not hurt their feelings? What to not create an issue? Because remember, we're here to talk about you. For me to talk about you, I need to look at myself. So I said, something happened and it just pushed my buttons that day. I don't know if it's because I had heard some sad news earlier in that day, so it, it made me sensitive, but something happened that day. And I had to express myself. And I did. Now, I won't lie as I'm texting what I'm feeling because it was with more than one person and it was easier to text. And let's face it, it's the way of the world nowadays. I analyzed and erased and added words and analyzed and erased and added words. So I felt like it was exactly what I wanted to say without being offensive, but to get my point across, you get what I'm saying, right? And so I did it. I mean, when I hit that send button, I can't lie, my heart was pounding and I was like, what's going to happen? Now, the expected things happened. People said the things you would expect them to say and, 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 and 
respond to you. But that doesn't make you feel better when it's the expected things. Okay, so now I got part of it off my chest. And they're all saying the expected things, unquote, unquote. But I didn't feel satisfied. So the next day, I addressed really, I guess, when I looked at it after I had texted the group, the core of what was bothering me. And I addressed it. And it felt good to address it. And honestly, we all know if you're dealing with rational people on the other side of that text or that phone call or that meetup, they're going to hear you. They're going to listen to you. And more than likely, they're going to have insight into what you're feeling. They may still feel that what they did wasn't wrong because we're all different and we all handle things differently. But at least they know your perspective. And the utmost thing that you would want to come out of that is that when they go to do something like that again, they'll think next time. That's your ultimate goal when you're working with relationships is you want to move forward. You want the relationships to grow and change. And if they can't, time to walk away. For me in this experience, it was a positive outcome. It was just me needing to vent, having that person understand so that I could move on and not hold on. And so that if there is another thing that happens, it's now not building and building and building. It's something new that happened and address it at that moment. I had such insight into myself that I was really happy that I made the call, that I knew that I'd be nervous and I might stumble over my words, but that it was important to express that. Well, not more than a week later, I'm finding myself doing the same thing with another person, this time a family member. Again, building and building and building and building. I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. This person is my family member. Is it really worth telling this person how I feel? Is it really worth bringing up the issue? Because things are not going to change. I've known this person my whole life. Like, what is the point? But then something happened. And I went, are you kidding me? How many times do I let these things happen just because you're my family member? So as I did with that group of friends, I expressed my feelings. I analyzed it. I changed words. I removed things just so I wouldn't provoke. I didn't want to sound angry. I wanted to sound like my feelings were hurt. Like you don't think of me. I'm always thinking of you and giving to you, but you don't think of me and give back to me. Relationships are a two-way street. Now, with that particular situation, the outcome, because it was family, wasn't as illuminating and lifting that weight off your shoulder feeling as much as it was with the friend. Because it's family. And so did I get the satisfaction I needed? Yes, because I told that person 
how I felt. Did I get the conversation back, the dialogue back that I wanted to have with that person? No. And I have to accept that because ultimately it's about me. It's about you. What you do is most important how it affects you. And so if you have done the best that you can, then that's the best that you can. Because we can't change people who don't want to be changed or don't think they need to be changed or don't want to have insight into themselves. There's the metamorphosis. I see it. I look back and I say to one of my other family members, what's going on with me? I'm really on this roll of where I've just let things build and I'm just saying no more. And I'm releasing my chest, that, that what you hold on to in your chest, that tightness. I'm releasing it. I may not get the satisfaction from the other person, but I'm changing. I'm expressing myself. I'm seeing what I'm going to get and what I'm not going to get from that relationship. And I know what my expectations are of them. I started a metamorphosis over a year ago during this pandemic. And I'm a different person today. I want you to think about the person you are today. Have you changed for the better or for the worse? See, summer, summer just evokes hope and change. Like that butterfly, it's first a caterpillar and it goes into its chrysalis and something starts changing inside that cocoon. Changing and moving and growing. And then they break out of their shell and they've turned into this beautiful, multicolored creature, insect that's just so magnificent, that has learned so much in its short time from a caterpillar to its cocoon and chrysalis to becoming this beautiful butterfly. It's sad so much that butterflies have such a short life. That's where we benefit. We start out at this as a caterpillar, growing and learning and being heard and taking things in and, and just trying to understand the world. And sometimes we go into this cocoon and chrysalis. And hopefully in that cocoon period, you're learning, you're identifying, you're understanding, and you come out of that cocoon with a new insight in life. And that's how I feel this pandemic has been. It's kind of ironic that with summer, the masks are coming off. Lots of people are getting vaccinated. It almost feels normal again. I mean, I was in a dentist's office this week and the dentist was talking about how she's getting to go visit all her family because they're vaccinated. And I said to her, doesn't it feel good? She said, yeah, it really does. So I find it's ironic in a way that a year, thinking where we all were a year ago, 
after Memorial Day, the cases were spiking and they were telling you to stay in and wear your masks and six feet distance and antibacterial and all that. I can't even. And a year later, embarking on summer, taking my mask off, hugging your friends, hugs that you haven't gotten for a year, and not just a hug and let go, a hug. Thinking about things that you can do this summer that you couldn't do last summer. Taking a road trip, getting on an airplane, cruise ships are opening. Just being with people without the face covering on. Seeing their smiles, not just their eyes and trying to figure out are they smiling? Are they frowning? What are they doing? So with summer, it's just to me so symbolic that we are starting to move in a positive direction from COVID-19 into summer, the month where everybody comes alive and everybody's outside and doing outdoor activities and barbecues and canoeing and riding the waves. I mean, it's just so beautiful, the comparison of summer and us coming out of this pandemic. It's still there, don't get me wrong, I'm not in any denial process, and it will be with us. But as people get more vaccinated, the less cases we'll see, and most importantly, the less deaths we'll see. But take this time of some freedom that we're getting to do things that we haven't done in so long and having it correlate with summer, the freedom of summer, the sun beating down on your face, the feel of the ocean waves bouncing you up and down and up and down. Sitting under a tree with your beach towel. No earbuds in, just listening to nature and what's going on around you and how much freer you are this year. How you can think more into the future because before the future looks so grim how long are we going to be doing this? Listen, I'll do it as long as they tell me to do it. But when they start to say you can be with people who are vaccinated, masks off, and you can go and do these travel things, even if you have to wear your mask on just to fly, freedom, life, enjoying it again. But with the lessons we've learned of the past year. Please do me a favor. Please do yourself a favor. This is one of my biggest fears as a therapist regarding what we just went through in a little over a year. We did things we never did before just to occupy ourselves. We did things that we never had any interest in doing before. We weren't able to run around like we did before and socialize 
But in that, you grew because you had to be creative. You had to find ways. And you opened yourself up to some new things. So do yourself a favor. Don't lose those new things that you acquired or did during that year of COVID. Hold on to them. That's my biggest fear is that we're all just going to fall back into those same old routines and kind of look at it as that was a year hiatus and this is what I did, but now I'm back. I'm going to go back. And yeah, you're going to do the same things you've always loved that you've been doing for years, but don't let those new things fall behind. If you were taking more walks than you ever did, keep taking those walks. Just because you might be more busy now, don't let that walk become, become something that's not as important. Because what did that walk do for you? It got you out. It got you moving. It got you thinking. It got you with nature. It was healthy. It helped you reduce your anxiety, your frustration, your nervousness. We still feel nervous. We still have anxiety. We still have frustrations. We still need to be healthy, even as we're coming into a better time with COVID. So remember why those activities that you did felt so good during that quarantine period. And don't lose them, but start to mold them into your old habits that you can get back into and your old loves with the new things that you were enlightened from and that you incorporated. And some may have been just for pure survival to keep your sanity. But incorporate them. Put them hand in hand together. Make this a summer like no other. Make all those lessons that you learned through COVID. And if it means making some changes, great. It's okay. Just like I talked about where I finally got out some feelings that I normally would have just held on to. But I realized that during COVID, it created even more pressure as we're coming out now and interacting more. That all those things I held on to, and now I'm interacting with those people more, are building again. And they're becoming more stressful again. So I need to take what I learned in COVID to what I learned now and in the future. And with me expressing myself, I have created a new beginning with these people or anybody else who may hurt my feelings or upset me. I'm going to address it and not going to let it build. What are you going to incorporate that you take from your experience in a little over the past year and bring it into summer? That summer loving. Be free. Be light. Enjoy. Be that butterfly. Be that metamorphosis. Take what you learned and take the summer and you use that time to bring them together, to make them whole, to make them the new you. Don't lose it, please, my biggest fear. Don't lose those things. 
the creativeness, whatever it was for you. We even reached out to people more. I mean, we always had Zoom, but some then Zoom became the thing. People that you don't live near, don't stop Zooming them. Keep Zooming them. Just try to keep what you learned and make it a new you and use this summer as that coming out of the cocoon as a butterfly and fly and enjoy and love and enjoy the smells of summer and the sun of summer and the ease of summer. Thank you so much for joining me today at Wide Open Spaces with Elise and summer loving. Enjoy it. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in the world and within yourself. Just remember positive thoughts always create positive energy. Remember that when you're feeling down. Positive thoughts create positive energy. Even when you're dealing with others, if you're positive, the energy that will come from that can only be positive energy. Remember to find my podcast anywhere you love to listen to your podcast and just enjoy your summer loving. And until next week, my friends, ciao.